This is the Quiz Bowl cast, episode 10H. Half the sun, twice the pun. Round 8 between dinosaurs and training and Gonzaga. August Rodin, whom the author had served as a secretary uh, briefly. It admires a dazzling curved breast, the placid hips and thighs, and that dark center where procreation flared. The title object is still suffused with brilliance from inside, despite or because of the fact that we cannot know his legendary head with eyes like ripening fruit. It ends with the admonishment, you must change your life. Inspired by the fragment of an ancient Greek sculpture found uh, discovered on Miletus, for 10 points named this poem by Rainer... Mary Rilke, which describes the trunk of the Greek god of the sun. It's not Sonsorpheus. Sonsorpheus? Nope. <laughs> no. chest. It's, like, it's archaic torso of Apollo. God of the light is Apollo. Okay. No, he burned me. <laughs> Came out of the room. Cool. First mentioned by Hippocrates and the ancient uh, Hippocrates, sorry, and the ancient Egyptians had some hieroglyphic writings about this condition. Its origin probably began in some rote primate ancestor, remote primate ancestor of man, when the loss of the active enzyme for synthesis of the essential acid L. Uh, Gulo no Nolatone oxidase occurred. Its pathophysiology results in the inability for normal collagen th synthesis to occur, as that depends on the hydroxylation of proline and lysine residues in the endoplasmic reticulum. John Woodall, Surgeon General of the East India Company in 1614, attributed this condition to a dietary deficiency. And um, it's the vitamin C. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Answer? Oh my god. Yes, that was me. I had it first. Scurvy. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 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 I to infinity and beyond, answer these questions about this lazy eight for 10 points what? each. What? Not Toy Story. Uh -huh. A type of infinity is the cardinality of the natural numbers defined initially by George Cantor. It is denoted by this symbol. Mobius strip. It's called Mobius strip. Okay. No, it's called an aleph or an aleph null. Okay. okay. It's a type of infinity. Set A is this type of set if some proper subset B of A is equinumerous to A. It was assumed, though, never proven that a set could be infinite if and only if it was this type of set. Close, open, close, uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Open, open. This paradox about the nature of infinity was presented by Hilbert, a 2004 film by Amanda Boyle about the central entity, has a slogan, we're always full, but we we'll always have room for you. Answer? Uh paradox. It is the excuse me, the Grand Hotel Paradox. Okay. Zerg, you said? Uh, General David Worcester's 1775 attack on this place was the first engagement between the Continental Army and the British, as well as the first amphibious assault in American military history. The site of Fort Terry during the first half of the 20th century, it was an anti-submarine base during World War II. Critics such as uh, Michael Carroll, author of Lab 257 and the Council for Responsible Genetics, suggest that bioweapons research may be occurring here. Offered by Clarice Starling as, as a vacation destination for Hannibal Lecter, it lies across Gardner's Bay from the Hamptons. For 10 points, name the site of the USDA 
Fisheries and Animal Disease Center off the coast of Long Island, an island which shares its name with the fruit of the genus Prutus and a professor from the game Clue. Plum Island? Yes. Yeah. Woo. Trash giveaways. Uh. Name these early American aviation pioneers. For 10 points each, she flew the first scheduled commercial airline flight on January 1st, 1914, between St. Petersburg and Tampa, Florida. He died crashing a Curtis H7 into the Black Sea two years later. His namesake landing is an outdoor concert venue in St. Petersburg. Wow. So, some Russian guy. Um, Vernikov. That would be uh, Janice. I don't think it's the Russian St. Petersburg. This U.S. Army general and commander of U.S. Air Forces during World War One was a tireless advocate of air power and was court-martialed in 1925 for criticizing the Army and the Navy following the crash of a Navy dirigible. So what's the opposite of the Red Baron? <laughs> uh, it's probably not him. The purple uh, peasant. Johnson. Billy Mitchell. Known as the Henry Ford of aviation, in the midst of the Great Depression, this man produced small, relatively inexpensive airplanes like his namesake, namesake Cub. Uh, Cessna, I'm not sure. The Piper. Or the Piper I was, Cub. I was yeah. not a All right, Rabbit says we're some good uh, bonus points here. Yeah. All right, come on, guys. Uh, called the Nestor of American Surgery by his biographer, his mil manual of military surgery became a standard field manual for surgeons on both sides of the Civil War, though his best-known work is his two-volume system of surgery called The Greatest Surgical Treatise of Its Time. The most famous graduate of Jefferson Medical College, the institution paid in largely $200 for his likeness, which they are currently selling for $68 million. Depicted presiding over an operation of osteomyelitis of the femur, for 10 points named this Philadelphia surgeon, whose clinic was painted by Thomas... Name these early Spanish prose authors for 10 points each. Okay, yeah, right. This 14th century aristocrat and nephew of King Alonso the Wise wrote El Conde Lucanor, a collection of the folklore of Spain and other lands, as, and one of the earliest European works in the vernacular. Yeah. Is Don Juan Manuel Duke of Penafiel, Juan Manuel. This 16th and 17th century Spaniard who was injured at the Battle of Lepanto and was imprisoned by Turks. This 19th century author of popular novels and travelogues is today most famous for the novel The Three Cornered Hat, adapted for ballet by Manuel de Falla in 1919. Answer. That's time. That's Alarcon. A L A R C O N. Oh, um, ten. I always remember the final Oh my god. Clear. The next lead is fantastic. For the next bonus is fantastic. Revolutionary was this work's uh, focus on common people such as the convict and the female vagrant, the idiot boy, and Simon Lee, the old huntsman. Later editions include a preface in which the author defined poetry as a spontaneous overflow of powerful feelings from emotions reco recollected in tranquility. Other poems include by, included by that author are Expostulation and Reply, and lines written a few miles above Tintern Abbey. Um, like Songs of Innocence and Experience. Oh shit, what is this? It's a collection. Or is it the puppet? Um, written a few miles above Tintern Abbey, while his co-author only contributed four poems, including The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. The romantic movement in English poetry is usually dated to the 1798 publication of, for ten points, this collection. Yes. Yeah. 
was it? Lyrical ballads. Oh, that, damn it. Wrong author, too. Aww. So, Duffman is thrusting in the direction of the problem for 10 points, and she's questions about what Duffman is thrusting with. Not the Simpsons. Located at the caudal end of the spine, the, the pelvis contains this bone which comes from the Latin for groin or flank. It is divisible into two parts known as the body and the ala. Oh, Answer? That is the ilium. A contusion to this convex portion of the ilium is known as a hip pointer. It is thinner in the center than at the extremities. It is the iliac crest. Covered by a layer of fat, it is divisible into the body, the superior and inferior ramus, and forms one-fifth of the acetabulum. That is the pubis, or pubic bone. Uh, Zero. Okay. You are so immature. God damn it, Paul. Ilium is totally Yeah. Why did you write it here? You got it. Immature, like, toxic. Yeah. That's the table. He was born in 1910 in Paris, the son of a Swiss father of French Austrian descent who owned a hotel in the Riviera and an English mother who died in a mundane freak accident, picnic lightning. A teenage encounter with a girl named Annabelle. Hubbard, Hubbard. Yeah, I knew you were going to get that one. <laughs> From Lolita. Teenage girl. Robert Frost's education at Harvard was a formative influence upon him. Name these Harvard professors who are particular influences from clues for 10 points each. This man was one of Frost's greatest influences, and they had a shared skepticism, though due to a leave of absence imposed by illness, Frost was unable to study under this man, but he did eagerly read his The Will to Believe. Answer? Smith. It was William James. Frost did study under this man, a fellow poet, and one of William James's students, and was no doubt influenced by his belief that poetry was the essence of a spiritual understanding of the world. Though he was only 11 years older than Frost, this Spanish-born philosopher has already published his first book, The Sense of Beauty. Like, yeah, he did go to Harvard. Oh, I enjoyed bonus points. Uh, well, no, he, he professed at Harvard. Okay. The courses Frost took under this man, another student of James, reflected this man's concern with the re with reconciling Platonism and natural science, a concern that appears in some of Frost's poems, like Design. This professor would later go on to publish The World and the Individual and the Problem with Christianity. Oh, um, uh, Answer? Spencer. Royce. So you get 10 for Santiago. Well, maybe we could have gotten that. That was actually on <laughs> They're really screwing you with these leaders. Collected from the author's writings originally published in his journal, L'Esprit Nouveau, the uh, final section contrasts the title concept and revolution, declaring that the question is at the root of the social unrest of today and ends with the words revolution can be avoided. His three reminders to those in his profession are mass, surface, and plan, while this section named after the title disciplines discusses pure creation of the mind, the lesson of Rome, and the illusion of plan. The section, Eyes Which Do Not See, discusses automobiles, liners, and planes, and in the... Um, Later subsection is the work's most famous declaration, A House is a Machine for Living In. For 10 points, in the seminal 1923 work of architectural theory by the Swiss Charles Edouard Genere, better known as Le Corbusier. 
follow this function. Anybody else going to guess? Tor style architecture. Towards a new architecture. Okay, dokie. It opens with a detachment of troops who perform the three main rules of discipline and eight points of attention while awaiting the arrival of an aircraft. In the third act, the characters dwell on the past, such as the title character's reminiscences of his hamburger stand while serving in the Pacific Theater. While how much of what we did was good, everything seems to be to move beyond our remedy. Outside this room, the chill of grace lies heavy on the morning grass, is mused by Cho and Lai. This second act uh, shows a visit to a pig farm. <coughs> Nixon in China. Yes. Oh, okay. John Adams. Again. Yet again. Yay, repeats. Check in the the. Oh, so that's why they didn't say Nixon in China last time. Yes. Answer these questions about a sociological concept for 10 points each. According to the all-knowing Wikipedia, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, this concept taken from a Greek word meaning without laws is defined as a condition or malaise in individuals characterized by an absence or dim... Uh, diminution of standards or values when applied to a government or society, it implies a social unrest or chaos. Yeah, let's go there. Anarchy? Oh, uh, no, anomie. Okay. Coined by Durkheim, anomie can be used to can be used to apply to a specific character of being unable to properly integrate into the world, such as the title character from the Albert Camus novel, The Stranger. Where's the question? Go for it. Answer? Go, go for the child character. Um, Answer? Um, no. Merceau. Merceau, yeah. This man, the first sociologist to get one of these ubiquitous, those ubiquitous MacArthur Genius Grants, applied the term to American society and described it as a discontinuity between the cultural goal of monetary access and the lack of legitimate means to achieve this goal, which leads to substantive, substantial deviation in society. Okay, yeah, that's Merton, Robert Merton. Fun. In 1926, the cause of the Auger effect, named after an independent French discoverer, was explained by this physicist. Uh, explained by this physicist, this scientist, along with Otto Hahn, discovered the first long-lived isotope of protactinium. Having to escape the Anschluss, the scientist eventually ended up in Stockholm working with Niels Bohr, though still maintaining contact with Hahn and other German scientists. Recognizing that the energy release of the bombarded uranium atoms was much greater than predicted could only be because the uranium atom had split into krypton and barium became the primary insight into the development of the bomb at the Manhattan Project. Refusing to work on the project for 10 points, named this Austrian physicist. Name this Austrian physicist who should have won the 1944 Nobel Prize in Chemistry along with Otto Hahn for her co-discovery of nuclear fission. Franklin? No. Meitner. narrator of this work insists her condition is temporary, it's not just my pride, it's till those tears have dried, and says that while she didn't get a lot in class, she does know it don't come back in a shot glass. Don't come in a shot glass. She says that I'd rather be at home with Ray because I ain't got 70 days and there's nothing you can teach me that I can't learn from Mr. Hathaway. She admits that yes, I've been black, but you'll know when I come back. She refuses to spend 10 weeks at the title location because I ain't got the time and my daddy thinks I'm fine. For 10 points, name this hit single from the album Back to Black, which is where a Amy Winehouse won't go, go, go. Rehab. Oh, damn it. Yeah. No. 
It's time for another exciting episode of Pigs in Myth for 10 points each. Because just one great boar hunt wasn't enough for Greek myth. For Heracles' fourth labor, he had to hunt down this boar. But not before having to kill a bunch of drunken centaurs he captured alive and brought it back to scare the hell out of King Eurysius. Dwarves fashioned this Norse phallic fertility god's magic boar, Gulen Borsi, which has bristles in its mane that glowed in the dark. Fertility is. Wasn't Casey pissed about really when that came in question? Yeah, it's, it's a god. It means bristle boar. Yeah, so or whatever. Phallic. Answer? Prey. Varaha, the boar, was the third avatar of this Hindu god who appeared in the form of a boar to defeat the demon. Uh, Hiran Yaksha, who had stolen the earth and taken it to the bottom of the cosmic ocean, that bastard. I don't know, I, I say Shiva, because he rides bull mountains, so he's something. Yeah, Shiva? Vishnu. Vishnu has a lot of avatars. So he doesn't preserve Nash, apparently. But Shiva rides bull mountains. He's got 20. But he wouldn't be a boar if he was riding one. Because he's riding from. A man making a barrel, a busy river crossing, three men trying to encircle a large tree, a group of oxen laden with bundles of reeds, and a number of wind-blown travelers are among the subjects depicted in these works. The title object is the only subject of full attention twice, once depicted during a storm, fading to black in the lower foreground, which is broken up by a crack of lightning, and again in clear day with a southern breeze, which depicts the rare fire-red appearance of the title geographical figure. There are ten more scenes than the title claims, the most famous of which the classic great wave off the coast of Canada. Uh, Poker size wood blocks. Thirty-two uh, scenes off. Um, no. Uh, uh, great wave off the coast of Kanagawa for 10 points named the series of Ukiyo-e prints by Hokusai, whose title claims only three dozen scenes of the title Japanese Mountain. No. 36. It's 36 views of Mount Fuji. That was 11, sorry. So I have 25 to 55. An absolutist view of this, which said it must be taken literally and applied universally, was held by Dietrich Bonhoeffer and Leo Tolstoy. The official view of the Catholic Church, initially developed by Augustine, is the double standard view, which divides it into general precepts, precepts essential for salvation and specific counsels only necessary for perfection, while Martin Luther divided it into teachings applying to the religious versus secular realms. It includes three discourses on ostentation, judgmentalism, and holiness, following a reinterpretation of Mosaic Law and the Ten Commandments, beginning with the metaphor of salt and light and the Beatitudes and prompted by a cow- crowd gathering like the Sermon on the Mount yeah, yeah. Nice. aren't you guys all in Catholic school I didn't know what I was asking for Beatitudes Beatitudes oh god I still kind of waiting for the history waiting for the science <coughs> excuse me I can't talk I can't tell what the distribution has been we've got science history Oh, okay, there we go. Oh, damn. <coughs> Alright, can we score over 10 bonus points in this match? Yes. I don't know. Okay, let's see if I can finish the packet. An absolutist view of this, which said it must be taken literally. Oh, I said that already. As to the following about a lost masterpiece of Leonardo da Vinci for 10 points each, this work, a fresco depicting the 1440 clash between Florentine and Milanese forces, was made by Leonardo in 1505 and was thought lost when Cosimo. Cosimo de Medici enlarged the hall containing it in the mid-15th century. 
Uh, I mean, there's a hall containing the last supper, but I don't think that's it. Maybe it's like Habsburg Battle of Answer. Say that. No. <laughs> Battle of Anghiari. The Battle of Anghiari is thought by one expert to be hidden behind this man's fresco, the Battle of Marciano in Valdichiana. He was one, he was an admirer of Leonardo and penned biographies of him and dozens of other Renaissance artists. Oh, this guy's name. Oh, I know. It's not like... Both the Battle of Anghiari and the Battle of Marciano and Valdeciana are, or in the former case perhaps were, in this building whose name is Italian for Old Palace. It was Cosimo's home until he moved to the Pitti Palace and is still the town hall of Florence, though most of it is now a museum. Palazzo Vecchio. Yes. Alright. Italian. Aren't you just there? Uh, I was there last summer. Oh, okay. I knew what Ponte Vecchio meant old point. Palazzo <laughs> Vecchio is. Okay. Born in the same hometown as for Dowsi Tus, he studied jurisprudence in Gurgaon and after a trip to Nishapur, became a student of the renowned scholar Imam al Harmain. After his death, the vizier Nizam al Mulk made him a professor at the Nal. Al Nizamiya of Baghdad, where he taught a, until a spiritual crisis prompted him to abandon his career for the life of a poor wandering Sufi mystic, a transformation he described in his book, The Deliverer from Error. His greatest work is sometimes said to be his The Revival of Religious Sciences, but he is better remembered for a pair of works in which he first summarized the teachings of writers like Al Darabi and Avicenna, then in his second work, refuted them by targeting their irreligiosity and inconsistencies, which drew the rebuke of Averroes in a similarly titled work. For 10 points, name this 11th century Muslim philosopher who pointed out the incoherence of the philosophers. Ibn Battuta. Oh. He just went places. Uh, he's only famous if you do Muslim stuff. It's Al Hazali. Thank you, Chris. Do me a favor and just like put the water on the board. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, holy. Ow. Uh, oh, sorry, I just like the movies. Yeah, but I like playing the things while I'm reading. It prompted history's second bloodiest conflict with death toll estimates ranging from 20 to 200 million, made up of leaders like uh, Yang Su Ching, a former seller of firewood. They were largely made up of Zhuang and Hakka ethnic groups. A red jacket with blue trousers was the uniform of their million strong army. And they were Some stupid looking boxer rebellion? No. <laughs> it's in fact not something stupid like the boxer rebellion. <clears throat> and they were called Chiang Mao for their long hair. They took Nanking, slaughtering thousands, but they were repulsed at Shanghai. Yeah. You said Taipei? Yeah. The same as Taipei? Oh, so oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You can't neg again, can you? No, no, no. Okay. I didn't okay, think they're so. just about to say Jesus, and I was about to say uh, We're about Taipei. We're about to say uh, American friend. Townsend Ward, Everett yeah, Victoria's Army. Taipei is Harvey. what, like the city capital of Taipei? Yeah, yeah, it's the, yeah. it's the it's one, Charles like, Chinese Gordon. Its namesake breaking is an important field in solution chemistry. Some methods include pressure swing, chemical action, which requires the use of an entertainer, and pre-evaporation, which uses a semi-permeable membrane. 
excuse me, the neg negative and positive classification of this chemical phenomenon derives from the derivations of from Raoult's law evidence on, evident on a phase diagram. The trace plot on a phase diagram shows two lines as their multiple proportions in which the proper ratios of the intended solution could be composed of to produce the desired result. Hetero versions of this type of solution include 50-50 mixtures of chloroform and water 53.3 degrees Celsius for 10 points. Name this type of mixture from the Greek for no change on boiling, whose composition cannot be changed by simple distillation. Azeotropic. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, wow. Or azeotropic. Oh, yeah. If you translate it from the Greek, I'll be impressed. No. I'm not impressed. Then. Identify these operas by Mozart, which don't involve magic phallic instruments for 10 points each. The title character of this opera, The King of Crete, yields his throne to his son and his son's love, the daughter of the fallen King of Troy. A 2006 Berlin performance caused an uproar for a scene involving the severed head of Muhammad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd do it. Idomeneo. In this opera, Belmonte and his servant Pedrillo uh, rescue his love, Constance, from the Pasha Selim. I don't think so, but you think it's What do you think? I don't know. Answer. The abduction from the Saragli. Uh, this is all about black cow. Uh, this Mozart's first opera is a sacred drama involving uh, Gareth Tinkite, Divine Justice, Christgeist, the spirit of Christianity, and Barmherzkite, Divine Mercy, and Weltgeist, Worldliness. Good luck. Actually, Paul, you're our Mozart. <coughs> Answer. I don't know. This is the obligation of the first and foremost commandment. So zero. Uh, Damn it. Doctor was He was um, dogged by accusations of financial improprieties, such as the accusation that he was that he pocketed some of the 300 talents from Darius III, and his conviction of being bribed by Harpalus, who had absconded with big chunks of Macedonian treasure. He survived all this as well as service as a hoplite at the Battle of Charonea, which he fled according to Plutarch, but died taking poison after being captured on the island of Calaria, fleeing the forces of Antipasser. Uh, he was a thorn on the side of Antipater as well as uh, his two predecessors, fomenting rebellion against foreign rule and delivering stirring speeches in a voice he cultivated by speaking over the roar of waves. Uh, uh, what is his name? Oh my god. That is the clue buzz on there. It is. And talking with a mouthful of pebbles for 10 points, oh, named this Athenian oh, orator known for his opposition to the Macedonian rule of Alexander the Great and Philip II in works like the Philippics. Demosthenes. That's it. It's over the D. He's one of the persona taken on by uh, Andrew Siblings. Catalysts for 10 points each. Catalysts usually work by lowering this feature of a chemical reaction by providing an alternate means for the reaction to occur. The term catalyst was coined by this 19th century Swedish chemist while accounting for the causes of the decomposition of hydrogen peroxide into water and oxygen gas. He also developed chemical notation. Huh? It's uh, Brazilius. The catalyst he was likely using for the disproportionation of hydrogen peroxide is this blackish or brown solid, which occurs as the mineral pyrolusite. It is also used extensively in dry cell and zinc carbon batteries. 
Answer? It's manganese oxide or MnO2. Uh, Take a classics class or a philosophy class, I guess. No, not you. After retirement, he helped found Gerard College, and early in his career, he was an editor of Portfolio, his country's first literary journal, and wrote the history of the expedition of Captains Lewis and Clark from the notes of the explorers. A debate at Cambridge about the Greek language caught the attention of U.S. President James Monroe, who appointed him to a number of posts, including his most famous one, where he succeeded Langdon Shibbs. He provoked his chief antagonist by reapplying for a charter four years before it expired, prompting a veto from his antagonist and the withdrawal of government funds, key events in the so-called Bank War of 1832 to 1836. For ten points, name this antagonist of President Andrew... Middle. Yeah. Yeah. President of the Second Bank. Identify these painters you oh god these are so long. Uh, identify these painters you might have met had you attended history school, Civil American Art School, North Carolina's Black Mountain College for ten points each. He taught at the Bauhaus until he fled Nazi Germany and he and his wife taught at Black Mountain until nineteen forty nine. He's known for his abstract geometric works like almost two square. Oops. I would say Rothko, but he's not German, he's Russian. He's Russian. So you wanna go with it's not me Vandero, it's not Gropius. I mean I don't know. Rothko. Hold well, on. No, I just lost what it was. It was Albert. Oh. And this man was perhaps the most important African-American painter of the 20th century. During the heyday of abstract expressionism, he painted figurative works, often on historical topics, such as his Great Migration series, depicting the mass movement of blacks from the south to the north in the early 20th century. Answer? Maybe Jacob Lawrence. This man, a Lithuanian-born leftist, was a social realist whose canvases reflected his left-wing views, such as the passion of Sacco and Vanzetti. I don't think that's right. <laughs> um, Answer? That is Sean. S-H-A-H-N. Uh, zero. Yeah. That was this will be 18. He was a co-founder of the Committee for a Sane Capital's uh, Nuclear Policy, though he largely uh, retreated from political life following the defeat of presidential candidate Eugene McCarthy. He posited five basic needs, relatedness, transcendence, uh, rootedness, a sense of identity, and a frame of orientation, and noted that social structures make it difficult to satisfy uh, different needs at the same time. He argued that people have become alienated from themselves due to a consumer society in the sane society. In his most famous work, he argued that people sought refuge from these problems and told Totalitarian movements. For 10 points, in this German born Frankfurt School psychoanalyst who wrote Escape from Freedom. No. Anybody? That is from or from F R O M M. Eric? Thermodynamically derivable if given that the total internal energy is 3 PV, which then can be inserted into the first law of thermodynamics, and the corresponding Maxwell relation can be. Uh, found to give this equation. The constant of proportionality is a non-fundamental constant equal to uh, 2 pi to the fifth times k to the fourth divided by 15 times c to the second times h to the third, where k is Boltzmann's constant, h is Planck's constant, and c is the speed of light in a vacuum. Mathematically derivable from the integration of the emitted intensity from the surface of a black body given by Planck's law. For 10 points, name this law that states that the total black body energy flux density is directly proportional to the fourth power of the black body's absolute temperature. <laughs> This is like Stefan 
Bozeman Law. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I got. Yeah. yeah. Or equation, really. Mostly. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just looking at the next toss-up. Okay. Identify three reasons why Native Americans get casinos for 10 points each. In 1863, an army detachment led by Colonel Patrick Connor killed about 250 Shoshone, including Chief Bear Hunter, on an attack on one of their villages near the confluence of the Namesake Waterway and Battle Creek in present-day Idaho. Oh, Bear River. In 1864, a group of Colorado militia led by Colonel John Shivington attacked a village of Cheyenne and Arapaho. Despite the fact that Chief Black Kettle's lodge flew both a white flag and an American flag, the latter a gift from Great Father Lincoln. The militia killed over 150 of them, later putting their body parts, including genitalia, on display in Denver. Sand Creek, the worst one. In 1890, troops of the U.S. 7th Cavalry, led by General Nielsen Miles, killed about 300 mostly un un unarmed Lakota Sioux in South Dakota while rounding them up for transport to Nebraska. And it's wounded knee. All right. Take our big 10 points that bonus. Uh, Silili was the Babylonian goddess of these. Why the goddess fertility god goddess Epona was their protector? Horses. That's like the exact same toss that I wrote. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that one. Oh, well, I, I, I think that's a horse. <laughs> I wrote the same oh, fuck. Uh, except I didn't put a opponent in the first line. <laughs> okay. Calm down. Yeah, one of the worst ones. I had Salili. I had Green no, Lillard. Yes. Okay. Identify these historical elite military units for 10 points each. Uh, Hence, they are all special units in the game Civilization 3. This 10,000 strong army was the Imperial Guard of the Achaemenid Persian Empire. They fought for Xerxes at Thermopylae, but were inaccurately depicted as masked and wearing all black in 300. The name was revived for cavalry units of both the Sassanids and the Byzantines, as well as a nickname for the Imperial Guard of the Shah of Iran. Like the like unkillables, or it was something like that. It was like the... Answer? It's the, the, the undiables. The immortals. Ah, uh, uh, the diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Mike? <laughs> this is the Zulu word for any body of armed men, but in English it refers to the Zulu Ibuthu, a regiment which fought with spears and shields. First organized by Shaka, their tactics involved speed, surprise, and overwhelming force. So eventually they fell to British guns. I feel this isn't gun germs and steel, and I just can't remember. Probably. Uh, Jared Diamond sucks. Uh, I hate him. Is the Impy. He's a Clovis Burster. I can't forgive him. Uh, these were professional warriors of the Aztec Empire whose feline totem, a symbol Jaguar of. Final score Dinosaurs in Trading 75, Gonzaga 85.